Well, hello, Corby. It's Maddie, your co-host and person who occasionally talks to you when our audio works. Um, yeah, I'm just calling because I've just been thinking about Watergate and scandals. I'm listening to podcasts about scandals. It's all very, very, very fascinating. But I definitely want to be part of a scandal someday, and I just thought you needed to know that. Anyway, call me back. Bye. Hey, Manny, I just was thinking, I've always wanted to be, like, an old-timey reporter, but it's always reporting on, like, the hot news that's happening at that moment, and it's just so dire. Like, like it would sound like, breaking news, everything's on fire, LA is in the coal again, and Minnesota's in their snow. I don't know. Or like or like a reporter for like the Olympics where it's like Nancy Kerrigan takes another triple axle and lands on top of a dog who then gives her the gold medal. Something like that. I don't know. I'm working on it. I'm working on that bit. Let me know. Bye. to the long awkward pause podcast i don't like how i said pause welcome to the long awkward pause podcast stories to bridge the gap between our lives and the distance between us i am co-host corby i am co-host maddie and i have been having fever dreams just kidding um i always say just kidding I'm not kidding. I've had a fever dream. He actually did have a fever dream, you guys. (laughs) This is not a drill. Corby's having fever dreams. So, Maddie, you were sick before. Are you you still sick? I'm... Okay, I'm coughing every so often. I think I still sound a little congested, but I feel way better than last time. Okay. For those of you who don't know, the last time, like our mini-sode that we recorded, and I think the hometown Mm -hmm. one, I was Mm -hmm. really, really sick. So, Corby edited out so much coughing. You probably could have, like, a file of just me coughing for, like, 20 minutes. Um, so, send him some love for that. <laughs> it was not easy. <sighs> oh, oh, I will yeah. say the person no, in the office next to mine at work, um, at, who is Ross, who you know, uh, came mm. over like two days ago and was like, hey, how are you feeling? And I was like, oh, pretty good. He's like, okay, here you go. And handed me like this big handful of cough drops because I think he <laughs> hears me coughing between clients. <laughs> so I was like, point taken. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's funny. 
I mean, just to give you a little sneak peek of behind the scenes, now that we are in two different locations, I mean, Maddie already knows this, but now that we're in two locations, we have two different streams of audio, and so it's so much easier to edit those things out. That's true. Every cough is just like a quick little... Yep. And then I'm still talking, but she's invisible, and it it works out. In fact, you're hacking my lungs out, and you're just very calmly talking about things. it's, It's easy. That's beautiful. Yeah. So here at Long Awkward Pause, we are two very dear friends separated by canyons and rivers trying to bridge the gap of our lives. And to do that, we like to do something called Minding the Gap. Let's mind the gap. That's mind a... the gap. <laughs> Can we do it at the same time? No, we have to do it to... Oh, in the I'll same tones we together. did. Okay, ready? One, two, three. Mind the gap. <laughs> I'm still like in mid laugh, but I think it worked. You sounded beautiful, by the we way. We did. We had to put heart music behind that. Okay, mind in the gap. It's been a while. It's mm-hmm. been a couple of days. What have it's you been, been up to? Um, I started Postmates, a fish, a fish, Ooh. fish. Uh, it has been. Did you say Postmates fish? Officially. Oh, I thought, I thought, okay, for some reason, because, you know, I live in a big city, but not in LA. <laughs> so I was like, does Postmates have like, okay, this is Postmates fish for when you want fish. Oh, no. And this is Postmates veggies. <laughs> or like, you know, mm. I don't know. No. Um, <laughs> no, not quite. Uh, just, yeah, officially started it. I think I've only had like seven or so trips. It is, uh, I mean, we've talked about L.A. traffic before, and I could talk for seven days starting now. It's kind of crazy, and so just trying to drive around and do delivery, it's like, I. this is not great. And especially because you're only getting paid per delivery versus, like, if you're working for, like, a, a Domino's. You know, you're getting paid, but you're also the delivery driver. Yeah, yeah. Does that make sense? So now it's like, oh, you just drove what felt like forever, and you just went through this very stressful endeavor, but here's $5. And it's like, what? Oh, no. (laughs) Like, um, The first day on my third delivery, I tried to deliver to a place, and it was surrounded by police, and they were taping off the area. What? Apparently someone had, like, robbed. Well, what it looked like is, um, looked like someone had robbed the convenience store in the corner. And um, he was still in the area with a gun. I say he. Oh, my god! It could be a woman, I guess. So someone was like, active shooter situation. This calls for Postmates. Mm-hmm. They're like, yeah. what I really wanted was a <laughs> McGriddle sandwich from McDonald's, because now they serve breakfast all day. And you're like, sir, yeah, there's an active shooter. Yeah, and they're I like, would still want it. <laughs> but, but <laughs> it's comfort food. They're like, what better time for comfort food than this trying time where there's an active shooter situation? Exactly. <laughs> And so it was what did very, you do? Well, <laughs> I tried to drive around forever, and I, like, called the person. I was like, just let you know, it looks like they're taping the area off. I don't know if I'll be able to, like, get in there, so whatever. So I parked in this parking lot where all these people were just watching. And so it's like, a level of, like, privilege that comes with it where you're like, um, you need to move. I'm a Postmates <laughs> delivery. Like, so I just, like, got out of my car Your and, like, tried to, like. is so cute, but I'm on a schedule. <laughs> Like, I've got seven deliveries today. Um, so I tried to, like, go and go around, but, like, the police were blocked off. Like, the the person's house was literally smack dab in the middle of, like, this two-block tape-off. Wow. And so I had well, to call cool and... Yeah. So I had to call and 
let them know and then eventually they had to like cancel with the people and then someone called me and was like we just want to make sure everything's all right and i'm like yeah i'm just staring this down blah 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 um wow so what i got did free you food. food did you get to keep free, the food yeah, <gasps> yeah it wasn't what was it it was like a steak sandwich and um i forget what the other thing maybe like wings or something um it wasn't you think it would have been fancier if someone was gonna like risk your life for that food (laughs) i would be a little offended to be like i'm sorry this is what i'm worth a freaking steak sandwich but um the next day i did some postmates and i did chick-fil-a and they canceled uh after i bought the food and i don't know why they canceled but it was like right after i bought it i like went to the car and it was like canceled i'm like what Okay, so I got to have Chick Fil A, so that was pretty nice. <laughs> Not that that's so any delicious. fancier than a steak sandwich, but it's good. You would die for Chick Fil A. It sounds like steak sandwich. <laughs> no, I would not. <laughs> On the record, I would not die for Chick Fil A. So I think hopefully you would not die for any just food item through Postmates, but least of all Chick Fil A. Maybe a good burrito. Maybe um, <laughs> just a really good. Maybe some of those new uh, Chipotle nachos. Ooh, I didn't know they had. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, what's your what's your your gap minding of? My minding of the gap. Um. So what did I do this weekend? <laughs> this week? <laughs> I'm not doing anything with my life. No, that's not true. I just work a lot. Um. Ooh, season three of The Good Place is coming out. So I've been watching that on Hulu. I just watched the first episode. Such a good show. Freaking love that. Or should I say I forking love that show. (laughs) So, so, so good. Everyone should go watch The Good Place if they can. Just a really solid cast. I think one of my favorite Mm. things from the premiere of season three was one of the characters saying, oh, Aristotle, that's how you pronounce that. I thought it was uh, pronounced like Chipotle. <laughs> so it was like Aristotle. <laughs> then she was like, is it Chipotle instead of Chipotle? Anyway, that was hilarious. So it's that's so that's been my life. Also, I went out on ooh, Thursday night. There was this event called the oh. Catholic Beer Club. Oh, yeah. I know, oh which God. is... It, <laughs> okay, wow. so I had a lot of fun because I went and hung out with, like, four people that I had hung out with the previous night for, like, three hours. Mm-hmm. It was my my current D&D group, so my sister and a couple of friends and the three... The four of us just sat there and, like, had a great time and played mm-hmm. trivia and did not really mingle all that much, but I had a lot of fun. That sounds fun. I think my roommate was kind of disappointed in me, though. She was like, go get some phone numbers. And I came back like, I hung out with my friends. <laughs> <laughs> Baby no steps. At least finger. I'm going to breweries now, you know? Yeah. That is um, interesting that you would do that. Just kidding. Did you have a beer? Are you saying like that? What? <laughs> just kidding. Did you have a beer? No. <laughs> Good. Because beer is just. I was just drunk on... Good, clean, Catholic fun. <laughs> <laughs> Who isn't these days? Before we get in, so the topic today um, is scandals. Yes, scandals. Uh, which is, we're just going a play-by-play of every episode of Scandal with Carrie Washington. <laughs> <laughs> but it's okay, your... for a show about scandals, they don't solve a lot of scandals. They in that don't. Show. They just do a lot. They kind of make around. it worse in ways. <laughs> Right, just like throw the main yourself like, under the bus. I have to protect the the president from a scandal. I'm gonna have an affair with the president. You're like, how? Wait, what are your life choices? I, I don't get it. People are stupid. Um, but no, can but I we're guess not talking about the show your... scandal. Yes. <laughs> can I guess what your scandal is? 
Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it Catholic related? No, it is oh, not Catholic dang. adjacent, unfortunately. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, just wanted to make it sure. It is very juicy, though. But before we get into scandals, let's be super fucking uplifting. <gasps> let's do it. My let's energy level is rising. <laughs> this is why I do it. I'm like, come on, let's rally. <laughs> uh, I'm running on very little sleep. Which is my own fault, because I drank a large amount of coffee at 7 p.m. yesterday. And then I was confused as to why I couldn't fall asleep. So. Maddie levitated for several hours last night and Aww. therefore could not sleep. Um, okay, so what is uplifting you? Corbel? What's uplifting me? Oh my gosh. Besides this wonderful um, plastic glass of water um, <laughs> that I do love dearly. Is that dearly. pear flavored? <laughs> Ooh, that's, that's my uplifting. Uh, so just another behind the scenes thing. We did record a whole episode this week, uh, yep. this last week. But due to some technical errors on my end, the person that edits the podcast. We did lose a whole episode, that is good. Although, um, it's been a long time since we've lost an episode. That's only happened, mm-hmm. like, one other time, I think? One other time. So, we will re-record on that topic at some point. We're just not going to do it anytime soon. Right. We didn't um, want to re-record, like, two days later on the same topic. Because it would be like having the same conversation and being like, what I like to say is <laughs> your mother. And it would be like, ha ha, ha ha ha, like, trying to really force the same jokes we just told oh, there's the no other, fresh hot take on the same subject in the last two days the other thing i was thinking was i can just listen to your half of the podcast and just <laughs> just talk to it oh my gosh couldn't you make me look like such an idiot though you'd be like you know what's your favorite color and i'd be like sometimes i love to be a princess <laughs> and this is the episode where many loses her mind <laughs> That would be kind of funny if I just released a whole, like, half of an episode. Right, or you make me sound like a total jerk, where you're like, you know, I'm feeling really, like, I really don't want to talk about this anymore, and I'm like, what we should talk about is this thing, like, you know, I just, I don't want, and I'm like, talking over you, and like, being really, oh, you have too much power with my file in your there's, hands. There's a lot of potential there. So my super fucking uplifting this week is, um... Uh, so Brandon, I talked about the story where I was with Brandon and that guy was like really crappy at the bar. Um, yes. Uh, in Old Town, San Diego. And so Brandon has written in and this was makes me happy. He says, I apologize for the late fact check because he is our official fact checker now. Uh, but that delicious margarita at Casa de Reyes in Old Town had prickly pear in it. So that makes me happy. Delicious. Because it was very, it was... It was good. It was really. We should good. get you a prickly pear to try. Um, donate sure. to our Patreon, the Prickly Pear Fund. Can you guys donate prickly pears to me? I will well, yeah, give you my. But if we PO did, box. I would use the money to buy Corby a prickly pear. Um, Manny, what is your super fucking uplifting? My super fucking Tell uplifting me. is. <laughs> what did you say? Nothing. <laughs> is about donald glover so i thought you were gonna go a different way with that one and i was gonna be like please don't talk (laughs) what did you think oh i was like please don't and i read that too so yeah yeah no it's donald glover Uh um first of all his have you seen his music video for the song feels like summer i don't think so it's so good. It's an animated music video, and it's animated with, like, all of these titans from R&B and hip-hop, and, like, it's very, very cool. It's a very good song, too. Um, 
But I don't know why this was super uplifting to me, but I found out and I had no idea because I think he's a very private person. He has two kids. What? Yeah, that was my reaction. What? Yeah. He has two kids. Like older or One of them was born in 2016. One of them was born this year, I think. They're maybe two boys. Two baby boys. For some reason, I saw a picture of him and, like, this this lady and then these two super cute little kids. And I was like, wait, what is happening? And, yeah, he has these two very cute children. Oh, wow. Yeah, I did not know that. That's very cool. Yeah. And for some reason, I don't I mean, I'm sure that this is some weird messed up phenomenon that, like, people think they know celebrities. But I was just like, ah, and that makes me happy for him. Mm-hmm. You know? Because, like, he seems like a really talented person. And I'm glad that he also has personal success. He deserves a lot. I had, he does. I, He's very I feel talented. like we maybe talked about this at some point, but I'd read like a tweet where it was they were annoyed with him because he got casted in maybe Star Wars or something, and they had used that like, yeah, that's right, just hire the same black people to do like all these roles. Like that doesn't count yeah. as like spreading diversity in film. And I was like, first off, he's worked fucking hard oh, to like yeah, and get some roles in films. If you're gonna, like, if you're you gonna hire about? anyone, hire Donald Glover. He is right. fantastic. But also, it's like it's not like he's been in every fucking thing. You no. know, he's not like Denzel Washington, where it's like, well, no, no, we need no. an older black male. I guess Denzel's where we go. You know, Denzel. it's like, I'm like maybe Will Smith is gonna about? edge that out at some point. <laughs> he's coming oh, for Denzel. Gosh. You know, Will Smith is great too. They're all yeah. great. They're all great. And I agree yeah. that there should be more and more and more, um, like, black talent and uh, oh, yeah. people of color represented and younger actors being able to have yeah, the Yeah, and why would shine. you complain about Donald Glover? Like, literally, he's good at everything he tries, which seems unfair, but it's also very <laughs> impressive, you know? It's not. Yeah, it's not like he's, like, a terrible actor. And no, on he's top a fantastic that, writer, he's roles. a fantastic actor, he's very funny, and he's a very talented musician. And now he has two kids. So I mean, not now. I mean, he had. He did really well. He's so good that he had kids. Yeah. So, to that tweeter, exactly. they can go freak themselves. Go fork I will yourself. say also, <laughs> yes, <laughs> the good place is to be super forking uplifting. <laughs> Maybe we should change that. <laughs> no. I love that. I will say he was very good in Star Wars, though. If you've watched uh, a solo, like solo, a Star Wars story or whatever, the Han Solo mm-hmm. movie. Um, he definitely does act circles around the guy who plays Han Solo, makes I him look like a that, large yeah. pile of rocks. <laughs> so it should have just been a Lando Calrissian movie. Honestly, it would have been way more fun. Yeah, but well, they thought they that had to have, so. you know, a young white male with a strong jawline. Everyone needs one. Everyone needs one. I've got four. Everyone. Yeah, you got know. four in the kitchen right now, just working up a sweat. Hey, Steve. <laughs> How's it going? <laughs> it's Mitch, Donald. Oops. Another <laughs> different Donald. <laughs> we call him White Donald. <laughs> White. Even whiter Donald. Uh, whiter Donald. No, that's Orange Donald. <laughs> <laughs> so white is reversed. How? Yes. <laughs> um... Uh, and to go off your good place, are you all caught up with the second episode too? No, oh, not yeah. yet. It's pretty good. I gotta watch it. It's pretty today. funny. But I will say, so far, just two episodes out, the thing that I miss from the previous seasons is that there's not enough Janet. <gasps> She's Janet. my favorite character, She's and they so good. aren't giving her enough like Janet is so fun stuff so to good do in that show. Oh my yeah. gosh! Like she gets a little bit in this epi- in the second episode, but it's not like it just doesn't feel like that fun or that like it, they didn't give her much to do it's just kind of right. like okay whatever yeah oh janet um handing oh, people janet. cactuses such a good oh, such janet. a good character oh brad have you seen 
Rocky Horror Picture Show? No, but I need to. Okay, because it's October. It's Spooktober. Time to watch some Halloween movies. Spooky. I don't know if that... I mean, that show... That show. That movie is spooky in a different way. Oh, it's spooky. <laughs> I don't know if it's like, I'm scared. It's more just like, It's like what conservatives would find spooky. <laughs> spooky. Okay. Okay, let's, let's talk. Let's, let's move on. Let's make a scandal. Let's do it. The real scandal of this episode is how long it's taking us to get to a scandal. <laughs> Hey, long off. Hey, lap people. I was gonna. Uh, hey, fans. Okay, don't mumble into the thing. <laughs> hey, people. Hey, listeners of Long Awkward Pause. If you want to send us updates, questions, topic ideas, or gifts, and I'm talking about both kind, then feel free to send us an email to longawkwardpausepodcast at gmail.com. I know that was super long, but you can do it. Or you can visit our Facebook and Instagram, Long Awkward Pause. See you then. Maddie, if you were in a scandal... Mm-hmm. Like any scandal, new or something that you can make up right now on the spot, what would it be? Okay. So I think it would be, so that I, I'm of two minds with these scandals, right? Because mm-hmm. I was thinking about this question being like, of course I'd want to be caught in a scandal where it was like, oh, and that really a scandal. <laughs> oh, you know, this uh, wonderful famous therapist is also a famous fantasy author under a pseudonym, but that's not Ooh. a scandal at all. <laughs> that's just doing two things really well, which is what I would yeah. like to to do but that's kind of a cop-out answer so i think i would like to be part of some sort of organized crime thing where people are like i would have never suspected her to be part of the mob or or um yeah some sort of organized white collar crime where like all these names come out and then i'm on that list and people are Mm -hmm. looking at me and looking at that list and being like we we didn't even know you were capable of racketeering and i would be like i am so i don't know i just i think that would be fun um, I mean, they'd probably go to prison, but I would but. also have time to read all the books I've been reading. So <laughs> also, you imagine some your like mugshot, like you'd have such a bomb mugshot, right? <laughs> Love it. I, I, yeah, no, that's totally what I would do. Um, that, I mean, not all scandals are criminal, but I've decided to really lean into that one. Yeah. <laughs> so, how about you? What scandal would you like to be a part of, real or imagined? Um, so I. I think I want to do something like very 90s where it's just like a bunch of people with like horn rimmed glasses and kind of fluffed hair and it's like everyone's like in full panic at all times so I because I watched the movie The Post with Meryl Streep and I just love that everyone the 90s isn't that later earlier I should say oh I guess that was before Watergate um but it's just like was in the 60s was it really no it it was earlier Watergate is really, really old. Let it's me back from... the heck up. <laughs> what? Back the fuck up. Watergate was totally old. Because that was Nixon, and he was president before Kennedy, right? Uh, no, just kidding. Sure. Oh, wow, this is going to make me sound so ignorant. Is it the 70s? I thought... I was in the seventies. So, okay, so I'm I wasn't still like too t- far off. <laughs> I'm still like twenty years off on my end. Ignore um, what I said about Kennedy. <laughs> why is there no date? Oh my gosh! No, I need to figure this out before we move. On. I need to figure it out. Uh, nineteen seventy-one. Okay. Yeah. We're close. 70s. Yeah. So the seventies. I don't know. The seventies seem kind of scary to me. They're, they're kind of weird. 
But I just want it to be where, like, I'm a part of a team and we're, like, breaking something. Like, something, not breaking, but, like... like part of the reporting team that's like there's a scam yeah. here just follow yeah. the money and yeah. like all this like someone's like, that's not what I saying want. like something. you're yeah so you're like you're like meeting deep throat in the underground and you're like in a parking what, what garage do you have for me yeah and so i'm like trench coat yes perfect with a uh, with a squeaky kermit voice um Wait, so that's what? that's kind of <laughs> one know. of these things is not like Isn't the other where is there a squeaky like a kermit? joke there's like a joke where kermit the frog uh, you're frozen. Um, there's like a joke with Kermit the Frog that oh. he was like deep okay. throat as well. Just, there was just, like a I, skit somewhere. I didn't know where you were know. going. <laughs> this is today's like today just, is the day today of is, like is the, we're getting everything wrong. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Again, this is we we just have opinions. It's the nineties. Shut facts. up, everyone. If, if Brandon the Fact Boy would like to fact check us, you certainly can. <laughs> fact Boy. Fact Boy. Yes, fact Come boy. here, Fact okay. Boy. That's so insulting. Brandon, um, we love you. Okay. Yes. yes, so a <laughs> 90s scandal where you're a reporter trying to figure out some deep thing that goes all the way to the top. Yeah, so that's that's my So thing. you're involved as, like, one of the good guys. For some reason, I assumed I just had to be one of the people, like, <laughs> doing the scandal. <laughs> I could be the good guy, or I could be, like, the one that's like, <gasps> you're the one leaking the secrets to them so they don't get caught. I'm like, what? <gasps> Not me. What? I couldn't be. <gasps> you're the mole. No, actually, I would probably break under that pressure. I'm too anxious. <laughs> <laughs> I could I could be a double agent. World's most anxious mole. <laughs> okay, it was me. I think I admit it all. They're like, I just asked what kind of coffee you wanted. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> Neither of us would be very effective in a scandal, clearly, is what we're uncovering mm-hmm. here. So we're just going to go on with our scandal-free lives and be excited about that. <laughs> is there a name for a scandal that you love? Well, obviously, anything gate is very, Mm -hmm. very hot right now, right? Watergate started it all. (laughs) So hot right now. (laughs) Do you know why Watergate was called Watergate? Are you you about to give me the answer? Well, I want to know if you know what it is. Um, No. That's the one where I think I've heard about it a billion times, and every time I'm like, so what happened? (laughs) Right, right. So Watergate was called Watergate because of, um, it was kind of based on, them buying this like shell corporation that owned a lot of water and they were mm. trying to build a dam. Just kidding, no, that's not that's true. <laughs> I've really missed <laughs> a lot. I know that I'm totally making that up. It, Watergate was just the name of a hotel where all of this stuff okay. happened. Okay, I was going to say hotel, but yeah. then when you were going down, I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, no, I'm. You I'm, did have a really good listening face on, and so I was like, oh, how much further can I go? It wasn't confused, like, what? <laughs> it was more like, mm hmm, go on. Uh-huh. Yeah. Very so yeah, supportive. Watergate was called Watergate because of the hotel. But then everyone else started adopting this gate, that gate, some very famous ones, if you can remember what these are. Do you remember what Nipplegate was? Yes, that was actually down as my favorite title for a scandal, Nipplegate. Really? Yes. Nipplegate? Janet Jackson, Justin Timberlake, 2004-ish, I think. Yeah. Did you watch that when it happened? Uh, I think so. I think I watched it. Yeah. I don't One thing I never really understood about Nipplegate, and which I did not watch because, you know, I was a sheltered homeschool kid, but um, one thing I didn't understand was, like, why did she get so much blame mm-hmm. for that and Justin Timberlake didn't? Oh, God. I mean, she's a black woman. <laughs> like, <I guess>. period. <laughs> well, compared case closed, to, everyone. Compared to, like, a young, cute white boy. Like, you That's know, true. it's like, oh, why, why would we give her... I mean, I don't... I mean, I know that that's probably, like, just destroyed a lot in her career i never saw i mean i think a, i think a lot a lot of people were just like 
okay. Like, you know, like they moved yeah. on because yeah. I feel like it was just like the parents, like our parents were the outraged ones. Right. Who were like, oh my gosh, someone saw a boob. What yeah. are we going to do type of thing? Then, yeah. But yeah, it was just weird because it's like she got in trouble for just having a nipple mm-hmm. basically <laughs> because Justin Timberlake is the one that like exposed her on TV and all of this, right? <laughs> Wasn't he the one who like grabbed something wrong? He, yeah. I, so her yeah. whole, the only thing she did wrong was to have a nipple. That seems a little harsh. <laughs> I mean, most of us don't have nipples. She knew what she was getting into being a nipple wearer. So really, everyone is looking at her being like, why should she get the spotlight nippled person? <laughs> Nipple. The rest of us smooth-chested honeys have to figure out. You cannot sexualize the nipple. Come on, people. Come on, people. Uh, so yeah, so Nipplegate was a gate, but there mm. are a lot of other gates, too, such as apparently there's something called Pasta Gate. Mm? Um, which was from Quebec in Canada. And as you know, Quebec, they primarily speak... Quebecian. Yes. <laughs> French. <laughs> they speak French. Um, but there was something with some like language expert people in Quebec or Quebec were like, we have to have everything in, in French. We have to really preserve this culture and stuff like that. And they were trying to get Italian, like this Italian restaurant to change their names of like Italian dishes like pasta and pizza to the French equivalent of that. <laughs> and people were just making so much fun of this whole thing. It turned into pasta gate. Huh. See, I grew up in Quebec and I didn't know that one. As you can tell by calling it Quebec. Quebec. <laughs> Did you also grow up in Minnesota? In Diana? So excited to visit you in California. <laughs> or California. Arkansas. Okay. And then what's the last one? Yes, there's something called Fajita Gate. Mm, that's so Fajita delicious. Gate in terms of like, what? Is it as delicious as it sounds? Unfortunately, no. It was, well, sort of. So as best I can tell, this is a story from 2002-ish where some police officers, I'm trying to remember where, hold on, San Francisco. So this took place in San Francisco. (gasps) My home. Right up the canyon from where you are. I don't know (laughs) what is in California. I just assume there's a canyon. Just up that big road. Mm -hmm. Yep. Just follow the San Andreas Fault straight to San Francisco. Follow that ocean. Um, No, but these... In 2002, these police officers were harassing this guy who was doing nothing, who had a whole bag of, like, fajitas that he was taking home. And they were like, we want your fajitas, basically. And it turned into, like, this crazy brawl. And no one got in trouble. And so it was uncovered that, like, one of the police officers who had attacked this kid and tried to take his fajitas was the son of, like, a police commissioner in San Francisco. And it ended up with, like, that police commissioner and someone else getting fired and, like, this huge thing that blew up. Just because some idiot kid police officer wanted someone else's fajitas. What? I know. So interesting. <laughs> it does still sound Fajita very gate. delicious. Fajitas. If you could add, what is a, what is a gate type scandal that sounds like it would be interesting? Mm. Like if you could put another word before gate. <clears throat> um, <laughs> I literally looked around my apartment and I'm like, door, uh, pitcher. Door wall. gate. Wall gate. <laughs> That's like, like gate gate. <laughs> door, door gate. Door gate. <laughs> door gate. <laughs> I didn't put that together. <laughs> uh, that very common thing that people have on gates. Uh, a door. Okay. Uh, it's like um, fence gate. They're like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> fence gate. The most notorious. Um, I think like an artist's name in front of it would be kind of cool. Like Picasso Ooh. gate or something where like 
a bunch of people stole a bunch of Picasso paintings and tried to Picasso sell. Picasso gate. I thought yeah. you were going to go a different way with artists and say like Beyonce gate. That does if there was some sort of Beyonce gate, that would freaking destroy Twitter. <laughs> Beyonce gate. I hope there's not. I mean, we have the whole scandal with the, the her, what's that guy's name that she's married to, um, with him cheating That was on more her. of a Jay-Z gate situation. But did you? No, that was elevator gate. Yeah, Wasn't that what it was, was called? It, I think so. <laughs> That's so good. That was such, That's, have you seen the videos? Yes, it was crazy. So the video is really great, but I think what's fantastic is there's a picture of them leaving the elevator from someone that took, and I don't think the person that took it knew what happened in the elevator. They were just like, oh, look, it's Beyonce. And you have Solange walking in front, just angry looking. And I think she's like holding her shoes or something. Like she's just very like this fierce, beautiful, like just walking towards the camera. Who's like, and then behind her is Beyonce and Jay-Z. And Jay-Z kind of looks disheveled and is kind of out of it. And Beyonce is walking and she's just smiling, looking directly at Solange. It is such a good photo. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, we should definitely post that on Instagram or something. Yes. That's super cool. Right yeah, so Elevator Gate. I totally forgot. So there was a Beyonce Gate. And that did kind of destroy Twitter for a while. Mm-hmm. Wake up, America. What would be Corby Gate? Corby Gate? Oh, boy. Um... I don't know. It's like murdering everyone I know and love. <laughs> Does that count? <laughs> That's a little more dramatic than I was I think. Go. I think Corby Gate would be just something about like me just running away. Because I'm at the... Maybe like he's moved again. Yeah. Just up and moved. I just moved just and I'm just somewhere and I'm just starting life over. As a beetle. <laughs> Corby Gate. That'd be kind of sad. <laughs> For me at least. Well, to, to have are any happen. gates happy? Are we happy to have a Watergate? No. <laughs> Some people get sad along the way, Maddie. What's a Maddie gate? <laughs> you gotta break a few eggs to have a gate omelet. To have omelet gate. <laughs> door gate. Uh, what is, Dad what's a Maddie gate. gate? See, I was gonna go way tamer. There's gonna be like, the scandal breaks that I'm using uh, my like company computer to plan D and D sessions Uh-oh. or something. <laughs> uh oh. I'm looking up rules for Dungeons and Dragons Fifth Edition between clients. That's Maddie Gate. Maddie Gate. What? Oh, I'm trying to think. I'm like, I definitely use my computer. I've done some D and D stuff on the computer as well. Yeah. Whatever. I feel like there are two types of people in the world. Mm-hmm. You know, people who use um, their company computer or on you know when they're doing something else at work to social media or look up and then the other people are liars <laughs> so <laughs> that's where we are people who are definitely lying about it okay and that's maddie gate um Boom. any any scandals in your life uh your past life in your childhood um in, in my past life <laughs> uh any scandals in my life or my past life in your I don't think so in my homeschool. <laughs> I don't really think they were homeschool scandals. Um, maybe, though. Who knows? Liam used Maddie's toothbrush this morning. Scandals. <laughs> That's not a scandal. That's war is what that is. <laughs> that is grounds for war. <laughs> that is a declaration of war. No. Was there any scandals in your school? Oh, tons of them. It's public school. We have them all the time. Oh, really? Yes. Ooh, do tell. What's your favorite one? Oh, my favorite one I probably shouldn't talk about, but I will, because I'm nasty. (laughs) I'm sorry. Okay, Corby Gate, tell me. Uh, Well, We've changed our names for this episode. You're Corby Gate, and now I'm Maddie Gate. I'm your co-host, Corby Gate. 
I'm your co-host Maddiegate. And here's Doorgate. Uh, Long awkward podcast gate. Podcast gate. <gasps> what would podcast gate involve? I'm sorry, I'm all over the place. Tell me about your school scandal. <laughs> Well, I have a quote to give you to it related to pocket. Um, we had someone who had, uh, I'll go the other way. Someone who slept with a student, um, a counselor. Like a teacher? A counselor and a coach, yeah. <gasps> a school counselor slept with a student? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's not good. Not good at Did all. they get fired? Mm, I think so. Yeah, I hope so. I found out recently that a uh, like a swim coach also slept with a student as well from the same school. Like that was like two or three years See, ago. That, okay, that blows my mind on many levels. First of all, that is so predatory and terrible. Like, how could you live with yourself? But second of mm. all, why would you want to be involved with a high schooler? Come, You're an adult. We're awful. Like high schoolers are awful. Right? <laughs> high schoolers <laughs> suck. I'm sorry to the high schoolers listening, but. You guys, I mean, you're wonderful people deep down, but you got to mature. You gotta, so you're in the process of maturing. Why, as a fully grown adult, would you want to date a high schooler? I don't even understand. Um, also, because I'm in public school, a lot of like, uh, like, <gasps> ooh, secret babies. Um, secret babies. Secret yeah. babies are always very common. <gasps> ooh, I just remembered a law school scandal. Uh oh. You ready secret for baby. this law school yes. scandal? So it was. After my second year, I believe, when we had taken, or maybe it was my first year, we had taken a class constitutional law, and the professor was someone who is kind of a controversial figure at the law school that I went to, Mm -hmm. and you kind of loved him or hated him type of thing. Kind of a tough grader, but nothing out of the ordinary type of thing. We found out after the semester ended that someone in his class had, like, received a failing grade and, like, been uh, put on academic probation Mm -hmm. because, apparently, that student had written to the professor about something there was a mistake on the test or something had happened that they alerted this professor to Mm -hmm. but in that email where they told the professor hey this thing is a problem or something that was pretty easily fixable they were like i won't tell anyone else if you give me a higher grade or if you like give me an a i will make sure this information doesn't get out and the professor apparently went i don't care if this information gets out you're getting a zero and goodbye <laughs> so someone tried to extort a constitutional law professor yeah. for a higher grade yeah, i don't remember what the info was i don't know work. if it even came out but it was uh, quite a scandal you could get away with that with like an art teacher <laughs> professor yeah but you're not going to do that with a law professor are you kidding me <laughs> that's like the really... last person so the so the student that had failed said that um, and they had the student failed because that they they tried to extort this person. Oh, okay, not because they just had bad grades. I think I can't remember all the details. Gotcha. This is very sketchy. I just remember someone was trying to extort for a higher grade, yeah. and they got in a lot of trouble because of it. Yeah, as they as they should, you know. Gosh, yeah, my college they had a quite a quite a lot of scandals as well. Not quite a lot, just had some as well. But I think I already talked about that one with the professor the theater professor before on the podcast yes so. the theater professor uh, many uh, many scandals uh, you know where there's people there's scandals anyway hi everyone and fans of the long awkward pause podcast this is your co-host maddie here to tell you about another podcast that i host called the sincerely not okay podcast this one is all about mental health and mental illness we talk to therapists in the field we talk to folks who are dealing with their own mental illnesses and all things related to mental health. Uh, So go check it out on iTunes and Podbean, Sincerely Not Okay Podcast. And this one is sponsored by Acacia Counseling and Wellness.
So, scandals. <laughs> We've only said that word 9,000 times. Scandals. But it's time to say it more. We get paid, <laughs> we get paid every time we say it. Because we're promoting we Scandal do, yes. on Thursdays. And, and we are collecting that money to buy a prickly pear for Corby. Yay, thanks everyone. <laughs> <laughs> do you like the show Scandal? Uh, I did for a little bit. I don't know. It goes up and down. It's yeah. just kind of really repetitive. It's kind yeah, of really I did, repetitive. I, I liked some of the first season but i, I kind of dropped off because okay one of the things that really annoyed me this is totally this is a temper tantrum tuesday on this beautiful saturday um scandal did the thing where it says oh it tells you this is a character who is this way but the character acts in a way that's totally contrary to that so they're like olivia pope she's so tough and she has no emotions and she's really hard on everyone around her but then she's always having quote-unquote rare moments of being like soft and like crying Mm -hmm. and stuff like that except that's constant she is never the way that they describe her and it's like everyone in there they're like this president is so has so much integrity he's intelligent and kind and blah 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 literally the only thing he does in that show is like lie to his wife and have an affair with someone (laughs) and then like lie about it and lie and lie and lie like you can't just say someone is you gotta like actually back it up with action isn't that the scandal of human nature maddie come on everyone is not scandal of crappy writing is what that is i mean like you could say okay these are really flawed people who think that this is what they are but the show is trying to tell you oh this is who this character right. is you're like no yeah no i no. i 100 agree that is that's my biggest argument or just upset about the show too is that it, it just doesn't it doesn't stay true to the characters <laughs> but yeah. then it's like when they're in a room together they're all exactly the same person which i'm like annoyed with too except for yeah. like the one guy who's like a little off like he he's always kind right. of the there's same like the person. weird guy yeah and then everyone else is like in a power suit and being like, it's going to have to work because it's all we got. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, okay. Exactly. That's exactly the vibe for sure. Okay. If the, if the reporter gets a hold of the story, it's all over. And it's like, dun dun. And then they're like, the reporter got a hold of the story. And they're like, they didn't realize this one trick up our sleeve. And everyone's like, that's right. The trick up our sleeve. And then the one guy who's kind of off is like, let's kill someone. I don't know. I haven't watched that show in a long time. Someone please correct me if that's not how the show goes generally. <laughs> okay, Maddie. So we are going to present our own scandals. Not our own. We have brought scandals we, to each we other. We brought scandals. So Maddie had come up with this wonderful idea literally an hour and a half ago and said, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and said let's talk about scandals. And I'm like, Yes, yes, I love the drama, yes. So, Maddie, do you want to go first or second? I've been talking a lot, so you should go okay. first. <laughs> I went first last time. You're a monster! Oh, do you want me to no, go no, first no. then? Mine, mine is not so original or... Um, I mean, mine. I didn't make it up as a real scandal. <laughs> no, I mean, I mean like... Every, Don't fact check Well, me. everyone's heard Sorry. of mine, so... Okay, tell me so what the I'll go. Is. I'll go first... Because it's more of like, let's ease in, and then yours is going to be crazy. I can feel it. So okay. <laughs> it's going to be wild. So uh, this is the attack on ice skater Nancy Kerrigan. <gasps> the Tanya Harding Tanya one. Harding. Yes. Oh, Have you seen I, Tanya? I actually don't know the details. No, I yes. haven't seen I, Tanya. I was so worried. That and I've, I don't know the actual details yes. of the story. Yes. I was so worried that you had seen I, Tanya, and then I was like, oh, I'm just going to be like basically just telling the movie. So that makes me very happy that you haven't seen it because then you can learn new excited, stuff. Yes. And then you should also go watch the movie and listeners should go watch the movie because I, Tanya is fantastic. It's so good. Yeah. 
What's the main? I feel like it's on like Prime or something. It's on Hulu. Right. Go ahead. Tell it's me on about. Hulu. Okay. It's on Hulu, y'all. <laughs> okay, tell me. Um, tell me about Tanya Harding and Nancy. Is it Kerrigan? Nancy Kerrigan. Nancy so Kerrigan. I tried to approach the story from more of like the victim side. Um, there's just that makes sense. There's just less there because everyone, all the attention is on Tanya Harding, so all the details. And the scandal come from Tanya Harding. They don't really come from Nancy Kerrigan. So I'm trying to give Nancy Kerrigan a little bit of justice and talk about her a little bit yes. more than, like, the movie barely oh, even mentions her, I feel. So, um, <clears throat> this is the story of, okay. So Nancy Kerrigan, born, and this is also super long. I'll just get started. I'll just stop talking. <laughs> no, no, yeah, just tell me. Don't apologize. Just do it. So born in 1969, came from a family of modest means. Kerrigan's father sometimes worked three jobs to fund her skating career, and he also drove the ice resurfacer, which I think is just that big thing on the ice. It's called a Zamboni, a Zamboni. for your information. Well, I, I copy and paste that, so. <laughs> also, this oh, comes from I, mainly with... I am half Canadian. I grew up watching a lot of hockey and playing a lot of hockey. Are your origins from Quebec? No, we're, so Canada has like the sort of French-Canadian side of it, like Quebec, mm-hmm. Montreal, that sort of stuff, and the sort of like irish english scottish kind of side of it mm. and that's my my dad's family is you know I knew it. very scottish irish um, this is not in, exciting okay so Zamb- he drove a zamboni. zamboni at the local ice rink in exchange for nancy's lesson so her dad was like oh, i'll work all this so work supportive. so cute um so nancy was the 1993 u.s national figure skating champion and seemingly on top of the world along with other women there were obviously people that yeah. won years that she, she was really good she's really good um the following year she was clubbed in the leg by a retractable police baton following a practice this is known to be one of the biggest sports scandal in american history and it also um and it all revolves around tanya harding um which i thought was kind of fun because i had i had done a i was doing a different scandal this japanese sports scandal and i was like why am i on this sports wave <laughs> and I, was like, <laughs> I was like okay let's just go tanya sports Harding. scandals sports scandals are really interesting because on some level you're like i totally get mm-hmm. it and there's a lot of ways to like screw with other athletes mm-hmm. which is kind of scary but at the same time if you take a few steps back you're like people are like playing games and making performances and like mm-hmm. we have so much invested in this that there's so many scandals it's fascinating it's crazy because i think the difference between that and like a celebrity who has a scandal is like no one's paying the celebrity like you go and you see their movies and you know like obviously mm-hmm. they have like endorsements things like that but like with sports it's like all these people are paying to see that player and so yeah. when they when they mess up it's like you're a part of every like it's all of our issues yeah, it's like, super interesting there's so much investment it's so crazy, crazy. it makes me wonder like back in the day because i remember i read something about like gladiators in ancient rome mm-hmm. being like having publicity um or being sponsored by like literal products like mm-hmm. oh this gladiator really likes this olive oil you should all buy it <laughs> which is so funny because it's such so a modern cool. thing but i really am curious about like were there these crazy scandals where people you know oh you know it stabbing each other in back alleys or whatever it was you totally know that was oh, happening totally. right oh i would read the heck like, out of like a history yeah. book about that sort of thing or we can just relive it in our new Yay, time machine with, that with, we built <laughs> i was gonna say with nancy Kerrigan. go ahead thanks so, nancy she got back clubbed to you, in the nancy. leg clubbed in the leg so like, did she like 
break something or was it like it just I'll, hit her or i'll get to know? that I'll get oh yeah to yeah okay tell me, tell me, tell me. <laughs> i wrote this in a purposeful way <laughs> so in 1991 uh harding was the first woman to land a triple axle to which she received a perfect score and won first place that year so no other person has done the triple axle except four Harding. So Nancy and Tanya competed against her uh, against one another several times, performing very well. Um, except that the public favored Nancy more. For instance, Nancy had more sponsorships like Campbell's, Revlon, and Reebok, and overall a persona that the public and the judges enjoyed more. Despite Tanya reportedly wow. having slightly better skating abilities. Ooh. Uh-oh. That's gotta sting. <clears throat> yeah, and it's a big part of the movie too, where it's like. The judges are like, we just don't like the way you look. And oh, sad. And so, like, they would sometimes score based on that she just didn't have a look of, like, a beautiful figure skater. Wow. It's, like, so crazy. Not this um, perfect, like, doll figure of, like, oh, yes, I'm graceful. And... It's, wow. I'm, I'm graceful. I'm beautiful. My hair is, like, perfect. And I, I can afford clothes that make me look great. Yeah. Which was part of it, too, is, like, she just didn't have a lot of money. And so the clothes she would bring, it's just like, this is all I have. Like, this is all my mom made or whatever. Yeah. And so, yeah, people didn't like wow. that. Uh, also, following Tanya's triple axel that she did in 1991, she wasn't able to successfully hit the move again in any competition since. Oh, no. Um, oh, that sucks. Leaving the judges less less to be impressed by so over time it was just like well you know you did that but what else do you got you know you got nothing so tanya harding born 1970 had a very troubling upbringing her mother lavana lavana was known to be psychologically and physically abusive and had become a regular part of her life she has reported that her stepbrother chris davison molested her as a child several times and her parents denied these accusations from their daughter and kept her from seeking criminal charges. Oh, that's super sad. Super, super sad. Uh, Chris died, the the molester, died in 1988 in a still unsolved hit-and-run vehicle accident. Wow. Well, I'm so tragic. Mm, Very sad. So sad. So sad. (laughs) Um, I tried to find more about this, but then I was like, it's not about him, doesn't matter. Um... In 1986, Harding began dating, I think she was 17, began dating Jeff Jaluli, I'm not saying that correctly, and they moved into a home in 1988. So the only reason why I added that part about Chris being, like, it just, it's weird because it lines up when she's dating Jeff, and Jeff's oh, always fun, and yeah, you'll okay. learn more about Jeff, so. So I feel like a lot of times with people who you think, oh, I couldn't imagine acting like this, or I couldn't imagine being the sort of person who doesn't, like think about other people a certain way mm-hmm. or something there's always more to the story right there's always right. like this person has gone through something or this person's mm-hmm. worldview was shaped so dramatically by something yeah and i think that's why like i tanya hits a chord with people is because for a lot of time i think for a long time it was just like tanya's this like white trash like liar kind of thing yeah and she's then, the villain yep. yeah and i think i tanya and along with other stuff it's like not just this movie that did it but they kind of open it up to be like here's her story and you know this is why it matters but with that being said i don't think they put much emphasis on the victim in the story which is nancy so it's like mm-hmm. eh, whatever um so tanya says of jeff jeff always puts food on the table and a roof over my head he paid for my skating for several years if i hadn't had been with him during that time i wouldn't have been skating so wow. he was like a good influence on her in terms of yeah. skating and wanting to do that uh, so Tanya and Jeff were married and divorced, but stayed together into the early 90s. So oh. now, 
January 6, 1994, the infamous yes. day. Harding and Kerrigan were practicing for the U.S. Women's Championship in Michigan. Uh, the championship was set for the following day and would decide who was qualified to move on to the 1994 uh, Winter Olymp- Olympics in Norway. That night, before the qualifying skate, Nancy Kerrigan was walking behind a curtain to into a corridor. And this video of her walking away and it's just kind of like like you don't know what's going to happen to you in 10 seconds from now like it's so oh, no it's do you know why someone was filming that they were just filming the practice um oh, and so, it was so close to the olympics yeah and, and so like they this? were like okay. you know like these women are one of these or not one of these but most of these women are going to go to the olympics you know whatever right. and so they had filmed her leaving the skate or off the rink and then she had walked through like this curtain thing and then the camera like turns to like go film other stuff and it was like literally like seven seconds later this happened so it's like <gasps> oh god like if you had just oh, stood with wow. her a little longer like what would yeah. be a little different um so uh so it was walking behind a curtain to a corridor when an attacker rushed behind her which is like i'm like okay whatever no what were we gonna say it just that spooks me out alone because I I can't imagine like if she I don't know if she knew that someone was behind her before it happened or whatever but like just imagine yeah. like a huge guy just oh running just like up. jumping out of nowhere and running up behind you <sighs> oh yeah I mean to think about it the only reason that doesn't happen to us in everyday mm-hmm. life is because no one cares about our needs <laughs> and like you know like you don't know that could happen just there's no one's motivated enough to make Hopefully that happen no one like tries to like hit our face and like no more podcasts just don't <laughs> land a triple axle for me I'll try not to do. I'm uh, so using both hands he then swung a 21 inch um, it says <gasps> ASP telescopic baton can you tell I copy and paste that at her right leg yeah. striking her above the knee uh and if you haven't seen the videos uh there's not a video of the tack but there's a video right after uh it's like super unnerving it's very 90s and it's like she's shrieking it's just oh like it's just and so she's trying to explain what happens and you can tell she's like she she was like it's just like a big black stick and like it was some man blah 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 blah. um and she's like telling them to take off her shoe because it hurts and it was just i just felt so bad so it's yeah. Oh wow, yeah. Chills. So the doctor who examined Kerrigan after attack told New York Times he, the attacker, was clearly trying to de- uh, debilitate her. <laughs> That's the word. Uh, so luckily there was no fracture, but yeah. she did suffer from a bruise, a limp, and a severe swelling. The doctor said that it wouldn't hurt Ouch, for her geez. to skate on a medical level. Um, so basically, it's like this won't destroy your career, but it's definitely yeah. gonna put you out. It's- Right, it's going to be painful too, right? right. Yeah. Um, so Harding the next day went on to skate into first place. So well, she, got, she got. Oh her, wow! She got. So her did Nancy spot. Kerrigan skate at all the next day? Did she? Was she um, not able to skate? I don't think she was able to skate, but they did allow her to go to the Olympics. Um, wow, that's but, intense, man. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Crazy. So the assault was perpetrated 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 <laughs> by Jeff Gooley Jaguli Jaguli Tanya's ex-husband the ex-husband of uh, Tanya yep oh uh, wow carried out by a man Jeff hired named Shane Stant so before the games even started the man who struck Kerrigan and Jeff and two other men associated with the attack were sentenced to prison however they made it known that Harding knew about the attack beforehand so they're wow. like, we did it, but 
Tanya knew. So. Oh, wow. When questioned about the attack, Harding says, I have definitely thought about it. No one controls my life but me. If there's something in there that I don't like, I'm going to change it. So they, this is kind of like a weird <gasps> sound bite, but it's like... That is, that is kind of a weird sound. So wait, was she saying, like, Nancy's not going to control my life? Or was it like, these dudes who carried out this attack aren't going to control my life? Or what was going on? I don't really know. I can't quite place it. I don't, it's just what do you think of, it was? I think it it feels like... I think they were just like, well, you know, like, would you have done this attack? Blah, blah, blah. And I think what she was saying was like, it's not like I haven't thought about taking people out, you know? Yeah. Like, it's not that I haven't thought in my head that I would love to be the only one doing it. But no one is going to do that for me, and I wouldn't do that. So that's kind of the vibe I get. Oh, is that she's I see. Like, I would okay. not do that. I w- whatever. Right. Um, so, or if she was going to do it, she'd do it herself. Which is like, don't say that. Yeah, what a <laughs> great defense. <laughs> Your Honor, if I was going to murder him, why would I just done it myself? Like, Please. oh, maybe don't admit that, you don't know? Do that. <laughs> Not a good tactic. Um, so this is a really weird detail that I just wanted to put in there. And yeah. I don't know what, but on January 16th, so 10 days after, she lands a triple axle. Um, <gasps> and it Wait, wasn't, who does? Kerrigan? Um, or Tanya. Tanya Hardy. Tanya. Oh, wow. And so it was, and it, I think the way, it, and I might be getting this wrong, but basically I think what happened was, like, she just got questioned a bunch of times by people, and then she, like, goes into, like, the practice, and then just lands a triple axel. Oh, and my I'm gosh. And I'm like, that's kind of a spooky, like... That's uh, really spooky. Yeah. So do you think it was, like, a psychological thing? And she's like, finally, Nancy Kerrigan's out of my way or something? Like, <laughs> I, well, <laughs> I'm so preoccupied? I don't know. I think it was more of, like, an ang- It kind of seems like an anger thing or something, you know, like... Oh, where she like, just, I'm going like, to show the determined. haters. Watch me. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, interesting. Uh, so that was 10 days after. So after a 10-hour interview with FBI, this was, I think, two days after her triple axel, um, Tanya went from denying that Jeff was involved at all to revealing that it had to be him. Um, wow. And there's just, like, this quote that I didn't put down, but it was just kind of where she was, like, she's, like, I mean, you're you're asking me to, like, betray someone I love kind of thing. And, yeah, Aww. so she, you know, she, she cared about him. Uh, yeah. She claims that she overheard threats of taking someone out, but that she didn't know what they were talking about. So this actually, I just, <laughs> this might have came way after, but she was like, okay, so yeah, I overheard them saying, like, maybe we oh. should take someone out, but... So- I it's very know. sketchy is basically what's yeah. going on here. So she's just like, I, well, I didn't know, and I told them to shut up. Like, you know, <laughs> whatever. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> she also says she found out shortly uh, after the attack that it was Jeff. So I think however many days after the attack happened, when they were still trying to figure it all out, she, uh, I think Jeff confessed to her and was like, it was me. Like, I did it for you kind of thing. Ooh, yeah. And so for a while, she did not tell FBI or the people investigating and in March, she was charged for hindering the investigation. Because <gasps> she knew. So did she get end up going? Because I do not remember this. I was very, very young at this time. But mm-hmm. who ended up skating the in the Olympics and what happened? So they both ended up skating. Um, and uh, Nancy took silver. And oh, wow. Tanya took eighth place. <gasps> so, Ooh. Karma. So, yeah. <laughs> I mean, maybe not karma. It's hard with a judging sport, though, right? Because you think, how much of that is influenced by, oh, this is the person who maybe just attacked her competitor. And how much of this is, oh, this is the awesome underdog who got hit in the knee. Right. Because if it's something where it's like, you sprint, you know, it's if you cross that finish line, like, you're good. But the judging stuff is really tough. Yeah. Just bring in people who've, like, never heard of them. (laughs) Uh, Right? Keep judges under quarantine or something. I don't know. 
So I only have a little bit left, but so Harding in a press conference in a statement, she said she was sorry Nancy Kerrigan was attacked, that she respected Nancy and claimed not to know in advance of the plot to disable her, um, even though she heard rumblings before. Harding then publicly took responsibility for failing to report things about the planned attack. Uh, she says, when I returned home from nationals on January 10, she also said, yeah. my failure to immediately report this information is not a crime. Ooh. Did the government agree with her? Well, technically in Oregon. It's not really how it works. <laughs> well, in Oregon, it says that the act of concealing criminal knowledge alone is not a crime. So technically she was in the right, but just that quote, my failure to immediately report this information is not a crime because as studying yeah. or like when we studied counseling, it's like yeah. if someone were to say like, I'm going to commit a crime, you have to report it. You have to. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. I mean, that's slightly different, I guess, for counselors, but yeah, it's just really interesting how you would even say that though. Like uh, this is not a crime. Like usually the government decides that yeah, and a judge would decide that. They'll take that. that on. They'll decide yeah. whether or not. Also, did you know, totally unrelated, um, <laughs> Saying that you were ignorant that a law existed is not a valid legal defense. Uh-oh. There was some case, like, probably 80 years ago or whatever, mm-hmm. about this guy who was like, I didn't know I had to pay taxes, or it was something <laughs> really basic. He's like, I assumed, or like, I misunderstood the law. I didn't know that there was a law about this. Yeah. And that set the precedent for saying, if you don't understand the law, or if you don't know that there is a law governing something, huh. doesn't remove your liability. You well, yeah. can still I be mean, prosecuted. Because there's like a good Which makes sense, right? Anyways, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Also, how would you even prove that? Like, oh, I'm sorry, Your Honor. I didn't know that murder was illegal. (laughs) Special thanks to Liam Coulter, who produced the theme song and music for our podcast. That's not even a joke. Okay, so (sighs) very cool scandal. scandal. I love it. I do have a scandal. So my scandal is a murder scandal. Oh, yeah. So I don't know if it counts as like a scandal, if it's an actual murder. I love murder. This is a vintage scandal. It is the story of an old Hollywood actress uh, from the 1940s. It involves a mobster, and it also involves murder. Uh So in the story begins with an actress from the 1940s named Lana Turner. She was, like, discovered when she was 16, working at a soda counter in 1937. That's which is like, a, Yeah, that's, like, an extremely old Hollywood way yeah. to, like, discover someone. Oh, she was the soda fountain girl in, in 1937. She was signed of Warner Brothers, and she became a pretty big movie star. Mm-hmm. Um, her big break was this 1946 film called The Postman Always Rings Twice, which I have no idea what that's about. Um, okay, it's something like a porn. <laughs> okay so it wasn't it was an actual movie it sounds like um, yeah it's really old though yeah but she was she's very like if you see pictures of her from the time she's very gorgeous and like blonde has these like long wispy eyelashes and these like thin arched eyebrows very like old hollywood glam mm-hmm. lana turner was very very beautiful um however her personal life was quite stormy uh she had a daughter in 1943 named cheryl crane with mm-hmm. someone whose last name is crane um, she ended up being married a total of eight times to seven different people. Ooh. And so one it. of them she married twice, a la Liz Taylor. Because didn't Liz Taylor do that? Uh, I think so. <laughs> yeah. She's I'm trying to suit. give this the flavor of old Hollywood. <laughs> oh, it's there. <laughs> oh, thank you. Yes. <laughs> so sometime after her fifth marriage, uh, Lana Turner started going out with or like had an affair with, it was kind of unclear, um, this guy named Johnny Stompanato. And 
at this point, her career was kind of on the rocks. It was the 50s. She wasn't, um, she was kind of struggling to get really good roles. Things were not super going really well. Mm Mid-50s, Warner Brothers terminated her contract. Kind of a dark period in her life. Yeah. Um, But this Johnny Stompanato guy was an enforcer and a bodyguard (laughs) for someone named Mickey Cohen. Mickey Cohen is what can only be described as like an actual gangster. He was a notorious mobster in in L.A. He was actually called like the king of Los Angeles. That's what I am. His story is like wild. Yeah. (laughs) So he was like a boxer in the 20s. He got involved in like prohibition era, like organized crime in Chicago in the 30s. And by the 40s, he had made it to L.A. and he was like running crime in the city. He knew Frank Sinatra. Um, It was... He was just really this over-the-top person yeah. who apparently, like, died peacefully in his sleep in his 70s. So, um, <laughs> crazy, crazy person. But this Johnny Stampinato guy worked for him and was essentially a mobster. So, he was sort of one of his guys, one of Mickey Cohen's guys, kind of a rough bad boy. And I think because I am armchair psychologizing that, <laughs> you know, Lana Turner, she's at a point in her career where she's feeling kind of low. She probably wanted something a little dangerous. She's mm-hmm. been married a few times by now. She's not, you know, she isn't, um, doesn't have that sort of like Hollywood sweetheart image anymore. And I think she mm-hmm. probably was like, oh, this guy, you know, he treats me well and you don't know him like I do. I don't know what it was. <laughs> um, but, you know, dangerous guys, bad boys. They're very, very attractive in some ways. Yeah, I got However, no shocker, the relationship was really bad. Um <sighs> He was pretty, like, they fought all the time. Apparently, Johnny was pretty abusive. It was just Mm. not good at all. Um, So Lana Turner started making a comeback later in the 1950s. She was Mm. actually nominated for an Oscar at the very end of 1950, or the 1950s. Yeah, so she was like, okay, I'm pulling my career out of my nosedive. I'm getting nominated for an Oscar, but I'm still dating this mobster guy loser dude. Um, And she told him... She was going to take her mother and now her 14-year-old daughter to the Academy Awards instead of taking him, Uh like, as her date, right? (laughs) Um, He apparently, how do you think he reacted to that? (laughs) (laughs) Just gave her a couple of shiners. Uh, No, he's actually very gracious. No, he was very (laughs) angry. (laughs) Very, very angry about that. Their relationship was, she was thinking, I have to break up with this person. He's too, you know, he does not fit my, like glamorous Hollywood life that's like suddenly starting to restart because I got nominated for this Oscar and getting all these roles blah 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 this makes him really really angry mm-hmm. um, apparently while she was filming something in London he flew to, to the set and got into a fight with Sean Connery of all people Sean who was Connery. Lana Turner's co-star in this like 1957 or 58 movie <laughs> crazy stuff yeah so this is so crazy because, like, there's all these people in this story that you think, like, how are they? Why is Frank Sinatra, Mickey Cohen, and Sean Connery all in the same story? But right. <laughs> vintage scandal, my friends. <laughs> I love it so much. Yeah. Um, so here's where the murder comes in. Uh-oh. So the Academy Awards happened on, in March of 1958. This is the one that Lana Turner was nominated for. Mm-hmm. Um, a few days later, on April 4th, 1958, jo- Johnny Stompanato showed up at Lana Turner's new rental home. Um, And they started fighting, and he was yelling at her. Apparently things were getting physical. He was, like, you know, just just trying to beat her up. Not a a good situation at all. Awful person. (laughs) Um, Now, Cheryl Crane, who you remember, is 
Lana's 14-year-old daughter, was also mm-hmm. home at the time. Oh, no. And she apparently heard her heard Johnny tell her mother, um, and, like, this is, like, a, the direct quote that yeah. I found um, from some interviews. When a man works with his hands, I will cut off his hands. You work with your face, and I will destroy your face. <gasps> and if I can't do it, I have friends who will. What? And your mother and your kid are next. <gasps> is that not the most terrifying <laughs> threat ever? Also, good for her for memorizing that entire thing. Oh, that's so yeah. spooky. No. Yeah, so Johnny no. says this to Lana, this beautiful, glamorous Hollywood actress. Or just like, you know, a person. You yeah, don't any- say that to a person <laughs> either. <sighs> so hearing these, like, insane threats and, like, seeing Stompanato, who's attacking Lana, mm-hmm. uh, her teenage daughter Cheryl grabs a knife and, like, ran into where they were fighting and, like, fights him off her mom. Okay. And defends her mom from this crazy guy. She's how old? She's 14 at this time. Oh, my gosh. Okay. So she hears his threats. She runs in with a knife, and she's like, not on my watch, motherfucker. I actually don't <laughs> think she said that. But she. it sounds like she would say not on my watch or something like that. Very badass. Um, so she, like, stabs this guy, gets him away from her mom to protect her mom. Uh, the mom sees what happened and kind of freaks out and says, okay, we have to call the doctor, stuff mm-hmm. like this. But Johnny Stampanato was declared dead on the <gasps> wait, scene. Wait, 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 sorry. I, I, I totally missed it. Wait, so she stabbed him? She did, yeah. Cheryl grabbed this knife, ran in between them, fought him off, and stabbed oh, him, and ended up killing him. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Okay. Woo. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, the, the doctors were called. He was declared dead on the scene. Um, since Cheryl was a minor, she was 14 at the time, um, the judge ruled that it was, well, not because she was a minor. The judge ruled it was self-defense. Mm-hmm. And since she was a minor, she did not get jail time. Okay. She instead was given to the custody of her grandmother because they were like, you're not having enough parental supervision. I mean, this was 1958, so whatever. <laughs> but she was given to the, the custody of her grandma and told to like go see a psychiatrist. But that was basically it. Wow. Um, and Lana Turner, I mean, uh, Cheryl Crane is still alive and mm-hmm. well. Uh, Lana Turner died in 1995 in her 70s after a really long and very full career. Mm -hmm. Um, Seemed like she had a really good life after all of this happened. Cheryl is still alive, like I said, um, and I think has written some books about what happened, but um, has definitely lived on to fight another day and be a total badass who defended her mom. Wow. And that is my vintage scandal murder. I love it. Vintage (laughs) scandal. See, and it had... I thought that Lana Turner would be the one that got murdered. I know, because I wrote it that way. It was a nice little twist. It was a little twist. Stampanato, yours. I know. I was going to do something. You just seem like a scumbag, but can you imagine, like, just, like, dating a mobster in the 50s, and, like, it's just the whole thing was so, like, old glam craziness. Exactly. And you know someone said haberdashery at some point. They're all just smoking cigarettes. And everything's cool, okay? Keep it cool, Johnny. I love it. Exactly. That's exactly <laughs> what it was. And then there was murder. And then there was murder. Well, I have been scandalized for. I too have been scandalized, <laughs> my dear Corby Gate. <laughs> this was lovely. <laughs> this was a very fun episode. Mm-hmm. Thank you all so much for joining us. Our lovely Regina Gates out there. <laughs> Regina Gates. Um, if you want to write us with your spooky stories, your Halloween stories, your ghost stories, your yes. 
um, your mom went crazy in the bedroom story. <laughs> or you saw a ghost, or a ghost saw you and got spooked mm-hmm. out, and then you had to comfort that ghost. I mean, Don't all of do those that. stories. Oh, God! <laughs> <laughs> Don't talk to the ghost. We learned that last year when Jacob wrote his story about how he invited a ghost into his house. I'm sorry, but Jacob is fine, and he said he's no longer haunted, so when I When did he the say Jacob that? Method. Confront confront the ghosts in your family no. don't listen to Corby <laughs> do not confront the ghosts do not invite it in do not allow it to like possess anything tell it that it is welcome no. and you understand it's that pain. scares me so much I've seen so many movies don't do that uh, oh that's right I have not seen any more but yes Tell us your spooky Halloween stories so that we can yes, talk about them. Yes, you can send them. it to our Gmail, longawkwardpodcast at jamal.com, or you can Facebook us, um, you can Instagram us, you can send it to our P.O. Box. We don't have those yet, but maybe someday. Maybe someday. Find a way. Send a pigeon. <laughs> we, will, we, will f- we will figure it out. Um, okay, so this has been another episode of Long Awkward Pause. I am your co-host, Corby. I am your co-host, Maddie. And good night. And say, stay scandalous. Stay scandalous.